Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> Man, welcome back once again. Another edition of For the Love of the Game is the one and only Nick Andre. I'm glad to have y'all tuned in with me today. As always, appreciate all the people tuning in. Appreciate all the feedback that I got from last week's pod covering the big three, man. Much appreciated, man. Shout out to the Ghost Ballers as well who commented and shared my shared my uh, my recent episodes. Appreciate that. But we going back to the W side because the playoffs are about to begin. And I have a very special guest with me. One of the co-hosts of the sixth podcast of the year. Make sure to check that out. Got my guy, MJ, man. What's going on with you, man? Appreciate you for coming on. What's going on, Nick? Thank you. Thank you. What's yeah, going no, on, man? Yes, sir. I know I know. it's been a hectic day for you, man. So definitely appreciate you taking the time out to come talk with me, man. Oh, no problem, bro. No problem. It's it's yeah. basketball, so it's it's like second nature. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. I mean, it's that, it's that time of the year, man. So, I mean, we're definitely going to dive into some of the playoff matchups in a second, man. But my first question I wanted to ask you is, is there, is there a particular moment through this W season that stands out to you? Like, do you have a favorite moment? Uh, do I have a favorite moment? I don't know. It might be that Brittany Sykes uh, put back <laughs> shot from yesterday right now. Reason why, yeah. Because um, <laughs> I've been, I don't know. I, I, Anticip- I wanted the the uh, Liberty to come together the way that they did when Brianna Stewart was talking all that stuff. And then when she went, I was like, yeah, I just want them to form this big old team. And uh, then I seen what the Aces did with Candace. And it's like, you know, the seasons kind of went along. And then I'm I'm suddenly rooting against them. Like, I like the teams. But it's like, yeah, I need y'all to lose a little bit. But um, uh, a certain moment... uh. I don't have a, a just one that stands out. I remember them asking this question on our pod as well, and I didn't really have a just flat out moment. But I'm a, I'm gonna just hold on to that Britney Sykes moment for now, and might have I mean, to come back around to that. I mean, hey, I mean it's recent, and honestly, I mean you know it's funny because I've been I've been looking at the Mystics a lot the past few weeks, and Britney Sykes has been holding it down for them because I mean they've had several yeah. injuries. Elena Deladon missed some time. Natasha. Cloud missed some time. Um, Shakira Austin Shakira. is still not back. Yeah, so Brittany Sykes has really been holding down the helm, and she's been terrific on both ends. You know, she's been able to score at an, at an efficient level. She's been able to defend at an elite level as well, applying that ball yeah. pressure. So, you know, give credit to her, man. You know, she, she's been holding it down. Uh, I mean, uh, so do you do you have a particular favorite team? I know, you, I know you've been mentioning the Mystics, you know, mentioning Sykes. Is that uh, your favorite team? or No, I've been rocking with Indiana because okay. <laughs> of Aaliyah. Okay, I feel, no, I feel that. I definitely feel. That. I mean, they yeah. honestly, she she had a she had a really good year. I think she's gonna win Rookie of the Year award. I mean, no, no, no like no disrespect no, to no shot to Miller yeah. or Hughes <laughs> or Jordan Horses. Yeah, I mean, everybody <laughs> played well, but I think I think what Aaliyah I think what Aaliyah did this year, especially being an All Star in her first year, the numbers that she was able to put up put up, man. You know, I think I think it's no doubt she wins Rookie of the Year. Uh, Indiana had gotten up to a I wouldn't say a good start to the season, but I mean they definitely showed some flashes where they could really compete with some of the top tier teams in the W. I know there was a game earlier this year where they went, they went, uh, they went down to the wire with the aces. This is when Candace Parker was healthy. Unfortunately, they lost that yeah. game, but I mean, just, just being able to go down to the wire against a team like that, the defending champs just show growth within that team. But then the second half of the year happened and, you know, they just kind of fell into the slump. So, I mean, it's growing pains, you know, this is still a very, very young team, but you know, I, I definitely have confidence that, you know, especially with Aaliyah, being a franchise star moving yeah. forward, and then on top of that, you have Melissa Smith, you have Grace Berger, 
Christy Wallace. Um, I don't know what the future may look yes. like for yes. a player like Erica Wheeler or even even a Kelsey Mitchell. But I mean, I'm, <laughs> but, I mean, I'm I'm really confident that you know this team is gonna is gonna figure it out moving forward. Man, I, I like Christy size a lot as a as a head coach. So. Yeah, and I I think those games, especially the games against the Aces, like they the the Fever have always competed like pretty hard, and I think they well I was hoping that they had learned something from those games. You know what I mean? I wanted them to actually win that last. What was it like a eighty seven eighty nine score something like that. Uh, at the end in the game where Aaliyah like I don't know who do you if if uh, Indiana gets the let's say the third pick who do they draft in your opinion oh man I, I mean this, gone. she's gone that's what I'm saying, <laughs> that's what I'm saying I mean but that's the thing though I mean because Caitlin's probably gonna be number one I think probably her or yeah. I don't know. I mean, Paige Becker's coming back this year. So, I mean, we'll see. I mean, I think she's still going to be a top lottery pick as well. So, it's going to be a really yeah. tough race, you know. Cause, I mean, I, I think 2024 is going to be really, really good. I got to dive more into it as, as the college season unfolds. Uh, I think Angel Reese has got another two years. So, I don't know if she's going to be a part yeah. of this next draft. So, it's going to be really tough, man. But, I mean, people have been talking about that, though. They've been talking about the possibility of Indiana snatching that number one pick again, man. And if you, if you do get that man. for a second straight year – and you get a player like Kaylin Clark playing next to Aaliyah, playing next to Alyssa, Grace Berger, like man, like that's yeah. like that's 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 like like the future is there. Like that's that's yeah. your future right there. Aaliyah, Kaitlyn Clark, Alyssa Smith, and Grace yeah. Berger. Yeah, like, you know that's that's your future you, right there. You like Grace as much as I like Grace, I can tell. No, honestly, mm. I'll be and you know, this is not a knock to Erica. I'm a big fan of her, but I would have loved yeah. to see Grace be the starting point guard. That's just me. Yes. Yes, that's I was hoping for that. I don't know why Indy didn't start off that way. I would have just threw her out there to the wolves, like here, here you go, figure it out. You know, or or being buried. We we don't have nothing to lose, especially still having one of the lower seeds. And uh then they were going through a time where it was like, Oh, you know, why are y'all not feeding Aaliyah? You know what I mean? And Alyssa was trying to figure out what touches she was going to have, or just maybe she was just like, eh, Leah's here, but so what, you know, and just putting them up. So uh, I think that they should have just let them go and maybe should have let Erica probably go. I'm not sure what the contract situation was, but um, they should let her go. But then it's like, you know, Mitchell over there balling too. So I don't know, man, it's, it's coming together though, over the course of the year, especially now, like the last stretch of the games, the last 10 or so games, like they really look like something. You know what I mean? So they have something to build on. And I, I mean, it would be nice if they get the number one pick, please. <laughs> that's playoffs. That's playoffs next uh, next year for sure. No, that's a fact. Honestly, I think I think there's going to be some questions that the front office is going to have to really look into this year. You know, how can they continue to improve? How can they continue to progress moving forward? You know, how do they, how do they continue to build around Aaliyah and allow it to really run the offense through her? Because even there were times throughout the year where I felt like, they didn't necessarily feed her the ball whenever they needed to. And I don't know if that's because mm-hmm. they didn't really have like a true point guard because Erica Wheeler is not really the best at making the entry pass. Right. So I don't know if, I don't know if it stemmed with that or they just possibly, or they just definitely ignored her. But I definitely feel like, you know, when you have a player of Aaliyah's caliber who is efficient on the offensive end, 
She's shown to be able to space the floor. She's a great post player. I think you definitely got to run the offense through her. But that's just yeah. me personally. Yeah, no, I, I fully agree. And I think it was the same uh, issue. They didn't have somebody that can actually get her the ball. So with her actually expanding her game, like we've been watching her expand her game too. I think the three ball is kind of hidden in her. Kind of like how we see with John Quill Jones, where they just flick it out to her and she just makes a three, and it's just like, oh, she just, yeah, she made that. And Aaliyah's been doing that as well. And I'm surprised that some of the shots she makes at the rim with the coverage she gets, she gets three or four defenders on her, like some exactly. ball, and it's crazy. So for her to still convert at the rate that she does, for her to have the coverage that she does, uh, like she put up a shot. Who who was she going against? It was just recently too. It might have been the last game. Yeah, she was going up, came down. Uh, you, she didn't even use her shoulder, but the way that she positioned her body just threw her defender off balance after she pivoted and then went up and was strong enough to finish. I'm like, good God. And then it's like three other defenders over there waiting like, man, yeah, put some put some good like point guards, a good point guard and another. I don't know. I wish NECA would go over there, but. That's another story. Another man, they've been I'll, I'll be honest though, man. They've been saying Skylar, Skylar Diggins Smith, possibly. Ooh. I mean Ooh. honestly, honestly, I mean, when you talk about an elite point guard, like and yeah. I mean, I know I know that Sky hasn't played in the last year or so, but if I'm Indiana, if I can make that if I could find a way to make that trade package with Phoenix, I, I would yeah. definitely make that happen. I don't care yeah. like, what you gotta I don't care what you gotta package out. Whether it's Eric Wheeler, Kelsey Mitchell, whatever it is, I'm going to go get Scott Diggins. That's just me. I mean, maybe it's just me being biased. No, it's not. <laughs> she got. That means she has fresh legs right now, mm-hmm. and she's she also, you know, she's a winner. So, yeah, you bring that over there, her uh, ability to do what she can do, and and you relieve Aaliyah basically by being on the floor. So. I was hoping Ariel Atkins would go over there too, and then she signed her. Like, nice like, too. Yeah, like she signed it like two days after I said it. And I'm like, why, you, why? Like, come on, she must have heard me. Like, wait a minute, let me secure the bag. <laughs> nah, kudos, kudos, kudos to Ariel, man. She's, I mean, honestly, I mean, even with the injury that she had, you know, just being able to come back and still play at a high level, man. Kudos to her. I'm a, I'm gonna name off a few of my favorite moments throughout the season that I that I felt like were, were remarkable myself. Um, obviously, the Asia Asia Wilson 53 point game that was the first oh, 50 yeah, point okay. game since Liz Cambage did it with the Dallas Wings in 2018. Okay. And Asia Asia I mean Asia's my pick for MVP. I'm just gonna let that be known. I know everybody oh. else may may be different. Uh-oh. And honestly, and I'm and look honestly like if you make a valid argument with. Brianna Stewart and Alyssa Thomas. I'm not even going to yeah, argue yeah. because they've been incredible too. So, but I just feel like with Asia, especially coming off last year, winning yeah. MVP, Defensive Player of the Year, and then of course winning the championship, I think she's been better this year than when she was last year. I mean, when you talk about the shot making, the footwork, and then of course defensively as well, you know, with Candace Parker being gone, you know, just having to elevate on that end as well. I feel like Asia's mm-hmm. just been incredible and elite player on both ends of the floor. So, that's one of my moments. Another moment for me was one of my personal favorites, Ryan Howard. She dropped 43 points against the Sparks after being yeah. snubbed from the All-Star game. And that was just incredible to me, man, because I, I just remember when the All-Star list it came out and I was like, yo, there's no Ryan Howard. Like, I don't know how people are not upset about this because I even posted it on on X or Twitter, whatever you want to call it. And it seemed like nobody – it seemed like people <laughs> were just ignoring it. And I'm like, yo, like, I don't know how the, the Dreams leading score is not a part of the All-Star game, man. And I mean, I mean, definitely give credit to Alicia Gray and Cheyenne Parker. They definitely deserved it. But to not yeah. have run on that list originally 
was just kind of insane to me. I mean, eventually she did get into the All-Star game because Elena Deladonna got hurt, but not to have her originally on that list is just crazy. And then the last one was Sabrina in the three-point contest. I've, I've, I've never saw nothing like that. I've been watching basketball for Man. all my life. I ain't never seen nobody make three yeah. like that in a contest. Right. <laughs> so... Uh, so I'm not. I mean, kudos to Sabrina. Yeah, and then was. honestly, like she kept that. She kept that momentum rolling too. After that, man, she like it, it felt like she just couldn't miss after that. After that three point contest, man. So kudos to Sabrina. She had a, she had another great year as well. Definitely a big piece of part of that Liberty team as well. Yeah. See, I was I was thinking you were talking about like individual like little short moments, but you talking about whole games? Yeah, yeah. Then oh, yeah, it, yeah. It's it is some of those, and you can throw. Uh, Nafisa Collier in there a few times. Jewel Lloyd, um, Jewel, oh my crazy. God, Jewel Lloyd. Uh, There's a lot of them. I mean, hell, yeah, AT, AT with the triple doubles too. AT with the man, I've been loving watching AT man because she throw passes like man. That's I thought crazy, Chelsea. Man. I mean, I love Chelsea Gray's passes, and she, you know, she might be a, have a little bit more flair on it, but AT man, some of them passes she throws and they're just spot on, right in the shooting pocket, but. Yeah, getting back to the Sabrina threes, like, man, I've been watching basketball all my life, too. And it seems like they were like, uh, oh, why is she on a like, why is she the alternate 2K, you know, representative next to Kobe Bryant? And I was kind of defending her like, you know, because I'm actually a big Kobe fan. That's like my favorite no, NBA my favorite. basketball player of all time. You know what I mean? You know, I'm, I won't say he's the goat or not. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's another discussion. Right. This this, let's keep it W, but um, <laughs> yeah, like I knew the the backstory and um, just her relationship with Kobe and uh, Gianna. So everybody's saying what they're saying. It's like Sabrina was like, oh, really? And then she just turned up like, what, two or three games prior and then came to the All-Star game or came to the three-point shooting contest. Like, yeah, this is why. This is why. This is why. And ever since then, she's just shooting Steph, point, Steph three-pointers now from – wherever you know what i mean and it's been really fun to watch but i think that's a slight that'll be a slight weakness going forward and let's throw marine joe johans in there too for uh moments man you want to talk about passing too like she she's up there as well even though i, I feel like a few of her passes weren't really the best like throughout this year but i, I still think she's a great passer and she's a great shot yeah. as well yeah but not man, marine johan is off balance <laughs> and she's like yeah, like nah, it's so, nah, it's crazy. But no, nah, I mean, you know, I love credit to Marie right man. now. Yeah, no, nah, definitely. I mean, she she's she's one of my personal favorites to watch. You know, I mean, I know I know that she's not a full time starter by any means, but whenever she checks into the game for New York, like it just changes everything. You know, she's able to have full control of the offense. So, you know, I love I love watching the play. I love watching her do her thing. You know, maybe maybe there is a bigger opportunity moving forward for her, you know, maybe in the near future, whether it's with New York or whether it's somewhere else, man. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I, I mean, people, people are watching her. Like there's eyes on Marie Johansson. Yeah. You can't tell me otherwise. And people, people been saying that too. Like she needs her own, uh, or she needs to be featured on, on the team. And I've been hearing that. I'm like, that's interesting, you know, but, uh, uh one more moment I want to throw in there is Satu's uh, 40 ball. Cause I watch mm-hmm. her when she was playing overseas the last few years until you know this summer thank god thank god thank you Satu. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> yeah that, that 40 ball kind of legitimized her uh for me this year just as far as making a statement letting everybody know that she's been here because she's had the talent i've been watching her play for uh 
I don't know how to pronounce it. I don't want to pronounce it. I've been, I've, I've, been, I've, I've been watching her. I've been watching her since college. Like, you know, when she was playing yeah. Oregon with Sabrina and the rest of those teams. Yeah. So, I mean, the talent was always there. And I've always known that Satu was going to have a breakout year. I just didn't know when because, obviously, you know, with her having the injuries and everything, you know, I think I think that was something that definitely held her back. So, yeah. coming in this year, I told myself, I was like, man, if Satu could stay healthy, she's going to have a big year. And we've seen yeah. that throughout the course of this year. Easily. And I think it was a log jam in Dallas too. Like I, I used to talk smack about because that used to be my team. Like before I switched to Indy, uh, yeah. <laughs> this year, yeah, my team was Dallas because it went Detroit shock, Tulsa shock, and then I think Dallas, Dallas Wings, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I followed the team. You know what I mean? Like they have our championships down there in Dallas. So I'm just like, yeah, that's my team. I, and and it still is like my second, or arguably, you know, with Indian. Uh, Dallas, it kind of switches because of that, but yeah, that's that's still I keep an eye on them. I'll say that much. Now, speaking of Dallas, let's go ahead and transition to the uh, to the playoff matchups. The Dallas Wings will be playing the Atlanta Dream in the first round. Um, for those who may have watched them throughout the regular season, Dallas won all three matchups, including Sunday night's game or Sunday afternoon's game, excuse me, mm-hmm. in Atlanta. Yeah, and I think I think this is going to be a pretty good series, man. I I just want to speak for the Atlanta Dream, man. You know, the Gateway Center was popping all year, and I just I just want to say this, man. Like, this series has to go to three. Like, you know, you got to make it a three game series. Like, you know, you got to have at least one playoff game in the Gateway Center. You know, it's been at least like maybe five six years since Atlanta's made the playoffs, so I think they definitely need to make it happen. Um. Honestly, I mean, I think the keys, at least for Dallas, you know, I think they definitely have to use their size, you know, which they do have a lot of versatility yeah. in their in their front court <laughs> when it comes to not even Satu, but you got Natasha Howard, you got a Tierra McDowell, Kalani, yeah. Kalani Brown. Then you, Kalani. then you add a walk in there as well, who's, you know, mm-hmm. who's, who's been showing flashes of her versatility. So, and I think that's something that Dallas has an advantage of, especially when you're going up against Atlanta, who their true, only true big is Cheyenne Parker. So, and I mean, yeah. you know, don't get me wrong. I mean, Monique Billings is definitely a dog. You know, I love, I love the scrappiness that she plays with. I love the hustle that she plays with. But when you add that versatility, you know, when you have a Natasha Howard who's able to score out at all three levels at her size, you know, I think that's, I think sometimes that's, that's hard to contain. So my question yeah. is, you know, what are your thoughts on this series? You know, and who do you have winning? Yeah, but for me, um, I see Dallas winning that series because Atlanta is, they just look like they have a bunch of ISO ballers on winner on the floor. It's not enough ball movement getting around. Um, I personally wanted Alicia Gray to go there. And she went, I thought, while she was in Dallas, she looked like she could facilitate the team. And that was me kind of having beef with Arike and uh, them not uh, featuring uh, Marina Mabry enough for me. And I knew what those players were capable of. And I thought Alicia, seeing her kind of in the post, uh, on a block anyway, and facilitating from the block for Dallas, I thought that she can go to Atlanta and be the point guard, but she hasn't been filling that role like a, a playmaking facilitator. And um, our McDonald isn't that either. So, um, you know, Ryan Howard scoring, Parker scoring, Billings is like they have a bunch of scores. You know what I mean? So they can they can uh, shoot with some of the best of them at the at when they're at the top of their game. But I don't think that's going to be enough for Dallas because Dallas is moving the ball now. Arike has found herself because she over the last two years, she was like just kamikaze <laughs> and she finally slowed down this year. I want to say about five or ten games into the season 
we can see a change in her. And I don't know if it's because she's seen Satu coming along and they kind of got rid of the log jam that they had because Kayla Thornton was over there and Izzy and you know what I mean? Like they had a they they had a really talented team that they just had to figure out who they were going to keep and develop something. And I think they have it. They have the ability to move the ball. Arike can uh like take the lead and put everything on her back when she wants to. And they can just roll from there. And then it's like, okay, now it's not like, oh, let's stop Arike because you got to worry about Satu. You got to worry about Natasha. Like you said, she's scoring from three all three levels. And earlier in the season, we didn't see this, Natasha. You know what I mean? Now, uh, I also been like looking at Tierra and <clears throat> I wanted New York, like New York was having a John Quill issues. And I'm looking like New York needs to take some notes from Dallas about how they're getting to me when it comes to Atlanta, they got to play all 40 minutes in throughout the course of the second half of the season. The second half has been their biggest enemy. You know, they get off the good starts, you know, they have a great first half, but somehow, some way they take their foot off the gas, particularly in the fourth quarter. And they allow their teams to go on runs. And I don't know if the confidence is shaken whenever, whenever other teams go on runs, but you see less ball movement, you see, like less less attack from the players, you know. I mean, a lot of players are taking ill-advised shots, and I mean, even Ryan. I mean, I, I look back at the Minnesota game that they played about a week ago, almost two weeks ago, and Minnesota basically won that game. Because I mean, it's crazy because I want to say Atlanta was up seventy-four to like sixty-eight or something like that, and it was like maybe like a little less than three minutes left in the game. All they had to do was just continue to have great ball movement, look for good shots, play effective on defense, and that was it. But unfortunately, you know, the piece of Collier happened. And then, of course, you get the, uh, and then, of course, you get production from the other supporting cast, like Kayla McBride, and the list goes on and on. And unfortunately, they end up losing the overtime. But I think it's a lot of less ball movement. It's a lot, it's a lot less of players cutting, you know, moving without the basketball, really looking for quality shots. And you can blame that. I guess you can say, like, I guess it's a mixture of a blame on probably Coach Tanisha Wright and the players as well. But I mean, also the players have to the players have to do the job at the end of the day as well. They have to stick to their game plan. So I'm not going to fully put it on Coach T, but you can see some growing pains within this within this Atlanta Dream team. You know they got out. I mean they they had the good they had the good moments. I want to say they had like a seven game winning streak um, from the end of the first half of the season carrying over to the second half. So they have yeah. the moments where they could compete with a lot of the top teams in the WNBA and show that that they were a young team on the rise. So if you ask me who won the series, I got Dallas winning this winning the series in three. I think that Atlanta is capable of getting at least one in Dallas, whether it's game one or two. But yeah. I think with I think with the experience that Dallas has and the ball movement and the and the and the depth that they have, I think they're going to be able to get the job done. Um, you know, a- after this round. Yeah, I, I I agree with that number three to one because we're going to get a Ryan Howard game. <laughs> like it's, it's, destined, it's destined to happen. Like everybody else, Cheyenne Parker is going to do her thing. She's steady. Alicia steady, but Ryan Howard dropping like 35 in one of these games is, is very likely. I think, I think she's needed for one too, because I mean, and I've, I've been, I've been going back and forth with this as well, because I mean, as great as Ryan has been, I feel like Ryan hasn't been like that, that assertive offensively over maybe over the last like maybe month or so. Yeah. And I feel like, you know, definitely going into this playoffs are going to be crucial for her to, be able to set the tone, especially with her being the best scorer on this team. I mean, I mean, I mean, definitely Cheyenne Park, Cheyenne Park is going to do her thing. Alicia Gray is going to do her thing. You know, they're going to get great production from whether it's Monique Billings, whether it's A.D. Durr, or whether 
it's Gary McDonald, Danielle Robinson. So, I mean, they're going to get those production from the other supporting cast, but it's going to be up to Ryan, especially with this being her first playoffs to really show that she can play in these type of atmospheres and be able to play this type of basketball. So I think, I think, I think, you know, I think, you know, whenever I look at Ryan Howard, you know, I think that she's built for that moment. You know, we saw it in Kentucky, you know what I'm saying? Whenever they did win the SEC title. And I think, you know, I think, you know, transitioning to the W, you know, she's been able to transition well. And I feel like, you know, in this first playoff series, you know, I'm going, I think, I think we're really going to see some good moments from her. Yeah. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. I was predicting that she would uh put the team on her back and kind of carry it the way, um, Sabrina did Sabrina Inescu did uh last year just pretty much took over the team they went from being trash and then like slid right into the playoffs you know what I mean so it's it they, they're not necessarily just sliding into the playoffs that's kind of the you know like Chicago because who's the last seed Chicago I think yeah so yeah Chicago is yeah but she she's had a little bit more help than what Sabrina had this time around right so you're picking Dallas to win as well yeah I got Dallas 3-1 as well Okay. All right. So we both got Dallas in that one. Let's transition to another series, one that I'm pretty excited about. Uh, it's going to be the number two seed New York Liberty against the seven seed Washington Ooh. Mystics. That's going to be a good one. <laughs> both 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 teams won two games, you know, in this in the season series, and they were in great matchups. You know, obviously there was a game where Sabrina I think had like 37 in that matchup. Then there was another game. Oh, actually they they both played open night. The Mystics won that one. Then the next game, that was when Sabrina hit like a game where she had like 37, 38 points. The yeah. next one was when John Quill had like 25 and 13. And then the recent one, which was Sunday, was when Brittany Sykes had the game winner. Yeah. So now we're back at it again. And the Mystics, the Mystics coming into this year, I didn't have them up in the same echelon as Las Vegas or New York, but I felt like, you know, when healthy, this team can be it can be a legit playoff contender. And we mentioned it earlier in the show, you know, they definitely had their ups and downs. You know, Elena's missed time. Ariel Atkins had missed time. Natasha Cloud yeah. missed a little bit of time. Yeah. Um, they still don't have Shakira Austin. But yeah. I'm still a big fan of this. I'm still a big fan of this Mystics team. You know, I think they have a great supporting cast besides that. I mean, we mentioned Brittany Sykes, you know, in the season that she's been having or the season that she had. I'm looking at players like Tiana Hawkins, who comes off the bench and provides a spark. I'm looking at Shatori Walker-Kimbrough. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at Maisha Hines-Allen. So, they have a great supporting cast to at least make this competitive. And, and on top of that, you know, like Elena Deladon is back as well. So I think I think that they're going to make this series really interesting. However, and I, I said this probably a few weeks ago, but New York has figured it out. I think New York is looking scary. I think they look scary to end the year. And what, what convinced me, it wasn't even the fact that they beat Vegas a few times, especially in the Commissioner's Cup, and then they beat them again by like damn near 40. It was yeah. a matchup that they had against Connecticut where they won 89 to 58. And I was like, oh, yeah, this team is here. Like, this team is scary. This team is good. And, like, they, I think I think they're really showing people, man, that, you know, because, I mean, I think a lot of people a lot of people have Vegas repeating as champs. And I think New York is really showing, like, hey, you know, we're still we're still in that conversation. Right. And obviously Stewie has had a tremendous year, you know, definitely, you know, definitely MVP candidate. We talked about Sabrina and what she's been able to do. But I think one of the biggest – factors or a, a few a few big factors for for their for the season was obviously the resurgence of John Cole Jones who I feel like kind of got yeah. lost in the offense to begin with. I think I think they were still trying to figure things out. But once she was able to figure things out and really establish herself in the offense, you know, I think I think that was what really got things going. She ended up winning Commissioner's Cup MVP as well. Yeah. Um then on top of that the depth, you know, we talked about we touched on 
uh, Marine Johannes, but you talk about Kayla Thornton as well, who was able to come in and make an immediate impact on both ends of the floor, being able to knock down, being able to knock down threes, but also be a great presence defensively. And you talk about a player as well like Benaja Laney, who is really it was really a great option in the starting lineup. You know, I think she's elevated on both ends of the floor. Then you talk about Steph Dolson as well, who's healthy. She ended, I think she knocked down like five threes against the Sparks last week. So. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, so that's just crazy. So New York, New York has the full package to me. And it's crazy because I know I've, I've been seeing a lot of people's prediction for this series. Yeah. And a lot of people are saying that that it's gonna go three. To me, I think New York wraps this up in two, but I feel like it's gonna be a competitive two games. What are your thoughts? Uh it it depends, I think, because I think I believe that the Mystics have something in Brittany Sykes. If they implore a defensive strategy to I would guard Sabrina 94 feet. I don't care if she has the ball or not. Guard her 94 feet. If she darts you could off probably use either or you could use either Brittany Sykes or Natasha Clark. I think both of them would do a good job. Yeah. And if you can get Sabrina out of sync or just, you know, kill some of those plays, then it all just hones in on Brianna Stewart. Let Brianna Stewart go ahead and drop 40 or whatever. You know what I mean? I'm not sure that the Mystics are built to, like, have a shootout with them or something like that or go, you know, bucket for bucket all the time. They'll have to get a lot of stops. They'll have to get a lot of kills over the course of the game. And, um you know, because they don't have the the firepower, say, that, like, the Aces have. You know what I mean? But then the Aces don't have the defense that, you know, not the perimeter defense. They don't have the perimeter de- defense that the Mystics have. So I just think that the Mystics, especially um, understanding that uh, Brianna has a, like, she always has hard games against EDD for some reason. You know what I mean? And you can play on that and then just pray. Like, okay, let's let's just run Sabrina off the three, let her get her layups. You know what I mean? Like, just don't let her get threes because those threes will devastate you, especially when she gets going, then uh, Marine gets going, and then all of a sudden, Brianna Stewart's hitting them too. And then then it's like, oh, who do we stop? Oh, John Quill just made it. She just made a three. <laughs> you know what I mean? But Nigel just made yeah. a three. Yeah. Then if they, depending on how much they play Kayla, because Kayla's a hustler, she she can stretch the floor as well. Like it's not too much she can't do other than like just always create her own shot all the time. But she she can score too. You know she can make big buckets too, or I'll say timely buckets. At least that's what I seen earlier in the season before she started kind of losing minutes to uh, Benaja a little bit. But yeah, right now, yeah, like I don't know that they might have the best. The the Mystics I'm saying might have the best perimeter i guess duo yeah the the duo that could uh, because i can't think of who else it's not dallas it's not it's definitely not the aces because i don't know they do they do kelsey and um jackie kind of however they want to that it it's the mystics so i won't say it's a sweep it won't be a sweep and and what are they doing? They are they playing five this year or, or three? So the first so the first round is the best of three. So the first team, oh, to get, okay. yeah. So the first team to get uh, two wins advances, and oh, then so after I'll that, over. it's going to be a best of five. So I did that Dallas number over then. That 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 old Dallas number is two one. Just to correct myself, <laughs> but um, yeah, this one is this one's going to go. 
it's going five. It's going five. And I'm I mean, I'm a I'm gonna give the edge to New York only because they have John Quayle. Only because they have Caleb Thornton. Only because they have Benigel Laney. You know what I mean? Right. So because it's like you're gonna you're gonna hone in on Sabrina, then you're gonna hone or Brianna first. Let me respect her. She's she's arguably the MVP. You know what I mean? One of the MVPs. Uh yeah. So Brianna, Sabrina, and then someone that could just shoot on you uh while doing a backflip. <laughs> Marine Johans. So yeah. <laughs> With that being said, you know, they do have the depth, like you mentioned, and is it's kind of slept on. Including like what you said, Steph Dawson and whatnot, to the point where they could just, you know, hunt shoes like, well, uh, no, I'm not playing, so bye. You, you know what I mean? So, yeah, I I can see it going five, but it'll be New York. Yeah, I mean, I, I respect that, and I think I think a lot of people, I think a lot of people will, will agree with you as far as this game going, to, or as far as the series going to three. I don't know. I just I just think that oh three. Like, I keep I'm getting the number wrong. It's, nah, good. it's all good. <laughs> it's all good, honestly. I mean, I was I was I was getting confused myself even a few years back whenever they did change, you know, the format and everything. But yeah, they changed it from one game. That's right. So now mm-hmm. it's yeah. three. That's right. Yeah, it, I'm thinking yeah, that's the thing. five now. That's the thing. Yeah, the first round used to be a single elimination, and then after mm-hmm. that, it used to be best of five. So yeah, I mean, I know, I know, I know there's a lot of mixed emotions about that. Cause I mean, there's a lot of people that love it and they hate it. You know, it is. Man, I want to see them play the five in the first round and then seven the rest of the way. Honestly, I chance. think that I think that's something that that they possibly will implement. You know, I think that's something that they should probably consider. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, because honestly, why not? You get a chance to really game plan against your opponent and counter punch. You know what I mean? Like a real counter punch. Right, and that's the thing too. Because I mean, even the lower seed will at least you know if the series does go far, they can get at least two home games. You know, yeah. instead of just one. You know, if, if if the series does go to three games, but I mean, honestly, and I'm not I'm not trying to knock Washington when I say that this is going to be a sweep because it's like I said earlier. You know, I think that this is going to be a very competitive two games. But I think my question regarding Washington is how healthy are they? You know, is is yeah. EDD is EDD? Yeah. You know, even I'm I'm not even gonna say 100. I'll, I'll say. EDD could be like 75%, you know, is she up to that level? You know what I mean? And look, don't get me wrong, she, she definitely has some good moments to end the year, but yeah. I just I just don't feel like they're possibly healthy enough to compete with Liberty and possibly be able to be able to snatch the series. So that's why I'm picking them to win in two. But like I said, I mean, it's going to be a, it's gonna be a competitive that. two games. It's going to be, a, it's gonna be competitive. That. And I feel like with, with as much depth that the Liberty have, I feel like they're going to be able to use that to their advantage. Now, I do agree with you. Now, I think I think if you do put a player like Brittany Stikes guarding guarding Sabrina, I do yeah. think that will give her a lot of trouble. So, yeah. I don't. So I I would say this though, like I would say expect a real efficient shooting series for Sabrina. Just because, just because I do feel like and 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 honestly, I mean you you honestly you can switch up as well. You know, you can put Natasha Cloud, Cloud on her as well. So you know yeah. you can really switch up. You know, whenever you want. So. I wouldn't expect a real efficient shooting series out of Sabrina in this round, but I still do feel like, you know, especially with the greatness of Stewie with if JJ is able to have a dominant performance as well in this series, I feel like, I feel like, I feel like New York is going to be able to be able to get, be able to end this series quickly. Yeah. I didn't think about the health side of it other than Shakira missing, but <laughs> right. yeah. Yeah. EDD definitely needs to be at a hundred percent for them to, to win it. But I don't know something about Brittany Sykes, man. 
Sound of no, she she's now. she's been great, bro. I'm and I, and yeah. I said it earlier, bro. She's been hooping on both ends of the court. Like it's not even just defense. I mean, we talk about her defense, but she's been like her shot making this year yeah. has been great. Like she she's been holding it down. She played all forty games this year. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So she yeah. she's been available. So yeah, I mean, you definitely got to give her kudos to that. And get you an Ariel Atkins game where she what was that game? She didn't miss. Did she miss a three? It was like late. Was she like eight for nine or something like that? Oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she made like eight in a row, seven in a row, something like that. I'm like, uh oh. <laughs> I'll admit, like if they if they get that type of game, New York yeah. might be in a little trouble. Yeah, might be in a little trouble. Yeah, and then if Shatori, man, they it's got to be a team uh, commitment from the the mystics because they have to say okay natasha Brittany, we need you to expand energy on defense shatori we need you ariel we need you <laughs> like we need all of your best games right now and then and then i can i could see the series going you know all all the way and i would give the mystic a chance actually considering they they bother brianna so if they bother brianna already figure out how to bother sabrina make make the rest of New York be, make John Quill beat you or something. You know what I mean? So let's. I, you got me really want to see this now. I can't wait. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, like I said, it's gonna be a good series. You know, it's gonna yeah. be a great. It's gonna be a great intense series, and I think I think that's gonna be the one that a lot of people anticipate. But yeah. let's go ahead. And tra- let's go and transition to another series, and this is one that I'm also excited about as well. So we got the number three seed Connecticut Sun playing number six Minnesota Lynx. Ooh, the Lynx, the Lynx have had a great year. This has been yeah. an incredible journey, starting out zero and six, and just being able to turn turn things around, and being mm-hmm. able to have the season that they had. They end up clinching the sixth seed in the um, in the in the playoffs. The yeah. Fisa Collier has been incredible all year to me. Yeah. I think I think I mean she may not be top three as far as MVP, but I think she's right there behind Asia Wilson, Brianna Stewart, and Alyssa Thomas. I think she's been that great this year. Diamond Miller and Dorky Uhas, two two impressive rookies this year. Diamond Man. Miller, Diamond Miller shows that she's ready. Like she yeah. she shows that she's ready. I'm looking at her. I'm looking at her being at attack mode, getting to the basket. I'm looking at the spacing, her being able to knock down three point shots. I know yeah. that she's not shooting it efficiently, but just for her to have that confidence early in her career just shows that. Just I mean, it just really shows that you know she, she's going to be fit to have a really great career. Um, but at the end of the day, man, Connecticut is just, you know, this is a team that's coming off of a finals, uh, final, coming off of a finals appearance. Um, they ended up losing John Quell and they did lose yeah. Bree Jones to injury, but this team really hasn't missed a beat on us. You know I mean? Like outside of Alyssa Thomas, Duana Bonner has had another great year offensively. Um, I'm looking at Tip Hayes for them as well. Natisha Heideman, Ty yeah. Harris. I mean, they 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 have a good amount of depth as well. DJ Carrington, who is Ms. many Carrington. people's yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. DJ Carrington, who is many people's six, six player of the year winner. Honestly, mm-hmm. I think I think Minnesota steals game one. I think that they find a way to steal game one. And I think they're gonna okay. really shock everybody. And I feel like the reason why is because I think they're gonna be ready. I think they're gonna be motivated because people forget. They they actually stole a game in Connecticut without Nafisa Collier. I think a lot of people forgot yeah, about yeah. that. No, so I didn't for them, for the, for, yeah, that's, that's the thing. Like for them to have already figured out a way to win in that atmosphere, I feel like they could possibly do it again. Now, obviously, I still have Connecticut winning this series, but I yeah. think the, I think the Lakes are going to make it really competitive. What are your thoughts? Um, I think the Lynx have everything except, I mean, unless Diamond turns into a, a full-on playmaking facilitator, that's the only thing they're missing. But I always felt like the Lynx were going to get it done by co- uh, committee this season. And um, that's, you know, once they banded together and started figuring out who's going to do what or, you know, how they're going to play, 
uh, gave everybody their roles. Like it's just taken off from there. And Dorka Yuhas has been amazing. Yes, she has. She's been great. And, and uh, Jess Shepard was really good too before she went down. Like she's been getting her feedback up under her now. But yeah, like that team looks really, really good. You know what I mean? Like outside of Nafisa, you don't know who's going to get off on you. You know what I mean? So it's, I mean, well, you know, look out for Diamond, but you don't know who's who's going to get off. So it's kind of hard. I think it would be hard to game plan against them. And that may be the game, you know, that you're saying that they're going to steal because I don't I don't see them beating AT. But, you know, I don't see them. I don't see them beating Connecticut because Connecticut just. I don't I don't know what they found. <laughs> I don't know what happened when uh, Brianna went down. I'm like, ooh, and you lost John Quayle. Like, yeah, it's a wrap. Nope, it wasn't a wrap. And then they isn't AT's playing uh center, if I'm not mistaken. She's playing five, yes, yeah. yeah. So Jeez. I mean as a thing too, because I mean they made that adjustment too. So I mean they're starting to line they got Teacher Hideman, Tip Hayes. I guess they got I don't I can't remember. I think they got Dewan at the four and they got Beck Allen now in the starting lineup, and now they have AT playing the yeah. five. So for her to be able to have the transition from that four to that five slot, you know, that that was a big adjustment in itself. Yeah. And pushing points. So she's the she's the official PGC. <laughs> the first is Magic Johnson. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> but um, no, I just I think uh the ball movement and man, Natisha's been making some crazy threes right now, man. Like, um, she's like sidestepping, step back, shooting in people's faces. Like, I don't know, man. And then we know who D- DB to me is basically the WNBA KD. So <laughs> Good luck with that. You know what I mean. That's like, funny, man. Because like I, 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 I had the same comparison too. <laughs> yeah, it's like that's who that is. So, good luck. Um, I, I could see it if if the links don't steal the game, is it will be a sweep? Because I just think uh, they're they're riding whatever wave that AT's on right now. Even though uh, Courtney just took her, she just took her uh, her powers the other day. I don't know what I was watching. <laughs> I was mad because I bet on the game. I went, I lost the bet <laughs> because she was crazy. They said Kyle was going down. I said, nope, money back. All right, Connecticut's gonna win. And then they threw the game away. And uh um uh, Alyssa didn't finish, you know, with a you know, a triple double like we expected her to do, but Courtney did. But I don't expect AT to show up and only you know just stink it up she's not gonna stink it up over the course of three games so they may still one they may still one but yeah at the end of the day i think uh because this team like you mentioned has uh just had a finals appearance because they have been together uh pretty much their core has been together for a minute and i think they just know each other enough to actually take the next step and get past uh the links this is gonna be a really good series. i think i think it's probably going to be between this series and the Liberty and Mystic series, as far as you know, competing for the best series in the first round. Yeah, I think I think it could really go either way. Obviously, it's like I said, I got I got Connecticut winning this series. You know, I, I don't I don't think that I mean as great as Minnesota is, I don't think they have the firepower to be yeah. able to, you know, to be able to stop an uh, an Alyssa Thomas to be able to stop a Dewana Bonner and a Tisha Heidemann. I don't I don't think they just have the firepower to 
do that. And on top of that, experience does matter to me. It'll always matter to me in the playoffs. And yeah, Connecticut definitely has that. I know they don't have a championship, but they've been to two finals in about four or five years span. So they definitely yeah. know what it takes to to win at a high level. So I think that plays a role in it. But Minnesota will make an impact, especially if they are disciplined defensively. If they're locked in defensively on the on the in, in their half court defense, if they're able to get stops and that can possibly lead the transition back baskets. Yeah. I think I think they could definitely have a chance to really make make this thing competitive. So yeah. I'm picking Connecticut at three. Are you on the same boat? I'm gonna you, go Connecticut. You, you said sweep. I'm gonna go Connecticut in two. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm going sweep. But okay. that, that Minnesota does have the length. They do. They do have the length to, to, to bother them. So yeah, I'm gonna stand on it. I'm gonna stand on it. Okay, okay, I respect <laughs> it. And let's go ahead and go to this last matchup. Uh oh. Between the number one seed, the defending champs, the Las Vegas Aces, against the number eight seed Chicago Sky. I'm just gonna say this now. <laughs> Vegas is definitely gonna win the series. Yeah. And they can definitely sweep this thing. However, uh-huh. I would not be surprised if Chicago gets one. I know that sounds crazy. I know that sounds crazy. I mean, no, it doesn't. Especially if Courtney is, if she shows up the way that she did. And maybe they can go away from the Kai pick and roll, just dive to the hole as much as they've been doing it over the course of the year. And then just the reliance on Kai. Like that's why I expected them to lose the game the other day. And if I don't I don't know if they can figure it out right now, considering they haven't played like that. It's not a big sample size of them having to go a different direction. But hey, maybe that just opened up a book. Like, well, we can wait. That could that work? Oh. You know what I mean? And then all of a sudden it's like they have a, you know, the aces will be like, oh, we're going to game plan around Kai. And, you know, then here comes Chicago. And then all of a sudden Courtney Williams doing her thing. They they start to hone in on her. It actually frees up Kai, frees up Alana. You know what I mean? So I don't know. I think Chicago can steal one. But, yeah, the aces, they're, they have way too much fire, firepower, man. Like, Most and I don't know. I don't know if Chelsea gonna turn into her old self from last playoffs, but the, the potential is there. Jackie's the Chelsea great last year. Yeah, oh. Chelsea man, Chelsea Jordan. <laughs> Dog, like the shots, especially in that Seattle series, like the man. shots that she was making. Come oh. on, man. Her clutch, like that was some of the most clutch I've ever seen on any level of basketball, men's, women's. Well, World Cup, Olympics, whatever. Like that was some of the best basketball I ever seen from an individual player was last year's playoffs from Chelsea Gray. Just even what was it from her from the All Star break on? Actually, because actually, she true. got she got snubbed, and she it's did. like she was like, oh, I, oh, this, oh, y'all think, and turned into a whole nother player. Like I don't know who who, who said something to her, who who made you mad, <laughs> but they did it. And I was happy they did because that was some of the best basketball I ever seen, ever. Right. And I, here's the thing. So I'm I want to tell you my reasons why I feel like Chicago. I'm not like I'm not baking on. I'm not guaranteeing it. I just give you reasons why I feel like they can still win. Okay. So they these two teams played July 25th. Obviously the Aces won because they, they 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 ended up winning the the, the season series 3-0. But yeah, Kalia Coppin went crazy. She went crazy. She dropped 37 points. She shot a fisher from the floor. She was she was yeah. knocking out everything, perimeter shots, applying rim pressure, getting to the basket. So if she has an, another one of those games against Vegas, there's a possibility. And on top of that, they just played each other, I think, like late last month. 
Yeah. And even though Vegas won again, I want to say Chicago is up by like 13 points or 15 points at halftime. So they they they've had their number a few times in in the last few concerts. It's just unfortunately they weren't able to close the game. So I think that's just really the biggest the biggest thing is you know are you able to close out those contests? But they're gonna have to play together. You know, obviously Kyle. We mentioned Kyle Kyle, but we mentioned Courtney Williams. Marina Mabry's gonna have to be able to knock down perimeter shots. Yeah. Um, I love the play of the front court, Elizabeth Williams and Atlanta Smith. And you know, they, I mean, honestly, I'll be real. There were some questions for me for them entering this year, but they they really held it down as far as you know being the being the two rim protectors, and of course, you know, being able to crash the crash the boards. Yeah. Dana Evans is another one of them who comes in and brings tremendous energy off the bench, you know, not even yeah, just she, defensively, but she's able to knock down shots. She's able to play, make, you know, really being able to get others involved as well. So it's going to have to be a collective effort from this team in order to get the job done. But obviously, I mean, it's like you mentioned, the Aces just have too much firepower, especially in that starting lineup. I know that I know that they don't have Candace Parker, but at the end of the day, I guess it really doesn't matter where you have a two-time MVP in Asia Wilson who's going to shine in this series. Chelsea Gray is going to shine as well. If Jackie Young is knocking out perimeter shots and if she's able to use her strength to be able to attack the basket, I think that, you know, I think that, I think honestly, man, I mean, you know, that's that, I, mean, I think that's kind of the icing on the cake to me. And then, of course, Alicia Clark, you know, being able to come off the bench and knock down perimeter yeah. shots. And then, of course, and then, of course, you know, bring her effort defensively. So I think, I think it's clear that the Aces are going to win this series, but I would love to see Chicago make this one a, a dog fight. Especially if they could win the first game. That'll make it crazy. Now, if they win game one, oh, That's my chaos. God. They, people going to go crazy. Yeah. Oh, man. It's going to be, all oh, Vegas is done. This and that. I mean, which, I mean, any, anybody would have, anybody would have, with common sense, would know that, you know, that the Aces are not done after one game. But you know how people are. If, if Chicago could harness the energy from the overtime game against Connecticut, where they're playing scrappy enough to, bother everything that the aces can do on offense and get out just run then i think this can be a really fun series back and forth you know what i mean because i'm not sure i I don't know if the aces we know their perimeter defense is you know a little sometimesy so i don't know you know and that's that's why kai got off the way that she did and um, just seeing where, where Chicago is now, because what uh, you said, July 25th, right? Um, mm-hmm. uh, I'm not sure. Do you got a box score pulled up by any chance or something? I don't have a pulled up. I can pull it yeah, up. Yeah, but, but if um, I don't, I don't all the way recollect that game as far as like the rest of the team doing something. But I don't know if Alana Smith was like really starting to come along the way she has now and. Uh, everything like Liz was kind of inconsistent for a minute. You know what I mean? So Chicago is a little bit better right now than, than that time frame outside of Kai. And uh, especially just Kai figuring out her role a little bit more as well. Like not being as inefficient as she was to, to start the season and through the first 10 or so games. Cause she was just like really high volume. If they, if they have a like really, a controlled attack and they execute they can upset i mean not upset the series but they can they can steal a game easily easily just i say just muck it up <laughs> play scrappy get the aces you off balance and then run run like hell right i got the box score up right now so one two three four so five players yeah so but um alana yeah, she had seven points. She shot three of twelve. You know, so not not Ooh. a not 
not an official uh, performance offensively, but she, I mean, yeah. she was able to get eight rebounds. Um, Liz had 12, uh, Courtney Williams had 11, obviously Kyle 37, and then Marina had 11 points as well. So I'm, I'm personally expecting more offense out of Courtney and Marina. I think mm-hmm. that, I think that's going to be nece- necessary, especially when you're going to be as a firepower team like the Aces. So they're going to need all the offense that they can get. Yeah. And then, of course, you know, you got – obviously, I mentioned Dana, Tom Morgan Burch as well, Robin Parks. So, I mean, they're going to need – Mo Burch, um, let's go. Ruthie Hebert as well. So, I mean, they're going to need a collective effort out of everybody. Everybody, yeah. If if they are going to get a chance to steal at least one. But it's like we mentioned, man. I mean, I think the Aces – I mean, I think, I, think the, I think that they're just too strong for this team. You know, give credit to Chicago because I think coming into this year, a lot of people thought that it was going to be a rebuild mode. And I was one of the ones that said, I don't I don't think so. I mean, especially when you have a player of Kalia, of Kalia Copper's caliber. Like, I don't feel like if you have a player like Kyle, like, there's no way you could be a rebuild mode. And of course, they did have the ups and downs. They were, they were trying to figure it out. People forget they did lose James Wade in the middle of the season out of nowhere. Yeah, like, that, that, yeah. like, that just got, that, like, that just kind of came out of nowhere. So, they having to adjust to everything and still being able to make the playoffs. I mean, it just shows to me, like, you know, like, this, this team is going to be fine. This team is going to be, it's definitely yeah. going to be fine. It's crazy. Like they've been playing so well that I forgot all about him. <laughs> exactly. Forgot all about him. But yeah, uh Aces, Aces, I can see that. Aces, I can see them sweeping, but it will it will be beautiful. Chicago, if you can come in here, steal game one. Please, please, just for us, for all the fans, please. Create some chaos. I mean, it's like you said, that would that would start some real chaos. Like that yeah. would stir up some conversation. <laughs> like people are gonna be running up the spaces immediately yeah. after that game if it happens. Oh yeah, Aces is in trouble. What do y'all gotta say? I could I could hear it now. Yeah. Yeah. They're gonna be going crazy in the spaces, and then it'll probably put the viewership up too for the next game. And yeah, yeah, we need that. Then, then we'll have another series that competes with the others. You know what I mean? Because everybody just expects the Aces to just walk. Like, cause I kind of do too, but it would be nice for Chicago to get a dub. Right. Honestly, it could be a resemblance of what took place last year between New York and Chicago. Because people forget New York took game one. Yeah. And yeah. You know, had them on the ropes for a second. Then Chicago obviously responded. They ended, up, they ended up blowing them out like crazy. I think they won by like damn near 40. Yeah. Yeah, and that's what I mean. That and then that's what kind of switched momentum. So it could be that, but you know, I mean, at the end of the day, Vegas is Vegas. You know, we all know what they're how great they are. So, like I said, I like it. I think I think we're all picking it to be a sweep, but I personally would love to see it go to three if yeah. if that's a possibility. Yeah. Me too. <laughs> I believe in Kyle. I believe in Kalia Copper straight yeah, out of Philly. Too. But uh, I want to ask you just one last question before we wrap it up, man. Is there a particular player that you think will? Like maybe maybe like not a star player, but like maybe a role player that you think will shine in, in any of these series. Um, I really want to say somebody like I want to say like Kayla Thornton, man. Like New York's perimeter defensive issues, because you know for the most part Sabrina can't guard anything. Um, <laughs> Marine can't, and you know there's no offense to her. Right and, and to the fans, New York Liberty fans, don't come get me. <laughs> but they have perimeter defensive issues unless you know they put Kayla out there, they let Benija kind of do what they you know, let them to do what they do, you know, because they had a pretty good game plan for the aces, you know what I mean? They got Chelsea Gray off of her her square and really threw them off of balance, you know what I mean? So I would say Kayla, 
because she's been kind of tucked in and put back in the pocket because Benaja's been getting loose. And I think that uh, she's kind of gone under the radar now. Like she's, she's, you know what I mean? Nobody's talking about her. Nobody's thinking about her. I mean, are you watching the game? Like, where's Kayla? Like, it's not, you know what I mean? Like nobody's thinking about the Kayla that we seen at the beginning of the season and, and what she's capable of, you know what I mean? So I think she's uh for sure, as far as you know, that's what it would be. Who's the X factor of of the first round? Is that what you're asking me? It's Kayla Thornton. Okay, I mean that's that's yeah. honestly a really good answer. I think that she could definitely be a game changer, especially what she brings defensively. You know, with her physicality and her size, you know, being able to apply pressure on a lot of perimeter players. Yeah. Um, for me, I'm gonna say Dejanet Carrington. You know, I love what she's been able to do, especially for this Connecticut team over the past few years. I think she played yeah. a pivotal role last year in Connecticut making it to the finals. So I think I think I think I think she's gonna I think she's gonna apply that same energy, you know, going into this year. So I'm looking forward to it, you know, especially coming off the bench and we'll just see, you know, how we'll just see where, where that takes Connecticut, honestly. Right. Yeah, because she should, she really should start, <laughs> but you know. I mean, it's tough to mess, like, especially when you have a player like Tip Hayes who was able to just, you know, be able to score, be able to pass yeah. the way that she does. So, I mean, it's kind of tough. The way the depth chart is, yeah. Exactly. It, it, it makes it work. It keeps it, like, they still pack a punch because DJNA is the, the sixth player coming off. So, I like nah, that pick, too. No, nah, I mean, that's, I think, I think, I think it's definitely one of the sneaky ones, Kayla Thornton there. But that's going to be the end of the show, man. I think the playoffs is going to be tremendous you know i love this time of the year especially like right now because obviously with football going on the w playoffs is is about to start then on top of that after the w dive right into the nba and the college as well so this is really a good time for hoop heads man so i'm definitely excited but mj i definitely appreciate you coming on to the show and talking to w playoffs with me man tell people where they can find you and tell you tell them uh where you can find your show thank you thank you uh anytime man um you can find us uh six podcasts of the year on spotify on apple Podcasts, wherever you get it google because i, I kind of listen to google podcasts now <laughs> or that's what i use um i used to use like Castbox and stuff so wherever you get it it'll be there um you can find me at opinionated underscore mj on twitter as well and uh also check us out at uh the lead sm.com that's the family the family tree everybody's there so yeah you can find all your uh women articles WNBA articles nba stuff whatever you're looking for it's all there podcasts everything nah, make sure to definitely check that out man definitely like i said appreciate you for joining the show as for us man follow the page on x at love the tgb ball follow myself at nick andre atr um definitely subscribe on all platforms whether it's apple spotify you name it make sure to rate and review i definitely appreciate the feedback and until next time y'all deuces Deuces.